I'm going to be talking about what I'm calling the New Covenant Church. Hallelujah. The New Covenant Church. We have um, the theme for the year is repositioning. Hallelujah. The local church. Hallelujah. For maximum impact. Amen. So, the, what, what is the church? Hallelujah. What is the church? That is the question this morning. What is the church? And not only the church, what is the new covenant or the church of the New Testament? Hallelujah. What is the church post-resurrection? Hallelujah. You see, I didn't say crucifixion, but I said what? Resurrection. Post-resurrection. What is the church? So in, in the book of Matthew... I think Matthew 18, 17, our Lord Jesus said, I will build my church, hallelujah, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. So the gates will try, but it will not what? It will not prevail, hallelujah. So that means that the church is, it has an advantage, or the church, if you say the church has an upper hand, hallelujah. It's just like boxing, right? Someone, because of their style or the way they are, they might have an upper hand against their opponent. Hallelujah. So even before they go into the match, they know who is going to win. Expert, right? But sometimes there are surprises. But with the church, there's nothing like surprises. Hallelujah. We have what? The upper hand. So he said that, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not what? prevail against it. Hallelujah. So the word, I'm sure we've heard this multiple times, the word church comes from the Greek word ecclesia. Hallelujah. Ecclesia. And so I was interested in what Jesus said when he said it and what he meant by that, right? If the Lord Jesus is going to say, I will build my church, just as I say, most of the time I say that if you want to get the true meaning, I'm, I'm Ghanaian. There are things that I say in my local dialect that does not have the English translation. Hallelujah. Or it doesn't mean quite as well as the English would translate it. Amen. So the word ecclesia or church means a gathering. Amen. A gathering. Or people who are called out. Hallelujah. People who have been singled out. Amen. It could even mean when the court gathered back in the days. But when the Lord Jesus said, I will build my church, he's talking about pulling them out. So pulling us out from the world, hallelujah. Pulling us out to form, to form a gathering, a family, hallelujah. Togetherness, hallelujah. So that now there is a new family, hallelujah. That is the church, amen, hallelujah. That is the church. And the New Testament church is different from the church that used to gather at the tents of the meetings where with Moses and then the pillar of cloud will come and then Moses will be the intermediary between them and the people, hallelujah, between God and the people. The New Testament church is a calling of people, hallelujah, or the calling of equals. The calling of what? Equals. So, presiding elder Nathanate is no greater 
than the member of the church. Hallelujah. In terms of access to God, presiding elder is no greater than you. Hallelujah. So that we are all equals, but with any family, there's leadership. Hallelujah. So the church has leadership, but the leadership of the church is for guidance. It's not that the leaders are above the members. If anything, leadership is service. Hallelujah. The leadership is to serve so that the members are guided. Hallelujah. Now, the New Testament church is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The church and Jesus are synonymous. Hallelujah. Amen. So you sitting here, if you are saved and you are part of this ecclesia, you are part of this family, you are an equal in this family. Everything is divided the same. Amen. I don't get more grace than you get. I don't get more forgiveness than you get. Hallelujah. I've been called to be presiding elder. Hallelujah. And with that comes certain responsibility. And with that responsibility comes certain equipping. Hallelujah. To be able to handle those responsibilities. You have been called to be an elder. You have been called to be a deaconess. You have been called to be an instrumentalist. You have been called to be a church member. And with that comes certain responsibility. And with the responsibilities comes equipping. Amen? And we are all equipped. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the church. Now, we say that we are repositioning the church. Repositioning the church. We have to know what we are so that when we take our positions, we know how to proceed. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. So, you realize in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit came, our Lord Jesus told them to wait. They shouldn't go yet, right? They should wait, but they shall receive power. The power that came was to form the church. Hallelujah. The power that came was to form the church. I didn't get this message from Google or anything. The Holy Ghost gave this to me. Hallelujah. The power that came was to form the church. That is why after the Holy Ghost fell and Peter preached, that day, first service was had. 3,000 souls were won. And the formation of the church happened. Hallelujah. Now, that gathering, that gathering, that ecclesia, whoever is part of it is a member of the church. Hallelujah. Or is part of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is what the Holy Ghost. Yes, conventions are great. They are wonderful. But the purpose, one of the main things that Holy Ghost operates is in the local church. That is where he does his work. Because people need guidance. People need counseling. Hallelujah. Their problems come to the church. Their problems don't go to the convention. Hallelujah. Their problems or whatever happens because we are not perfect, it comes to the church. And when it comes to the church, every church is equipped to deal with it. Hallelujah. 
Because the Holy Ghost, if, let me put this, if the church is a Holy Ghost-led church. Hallelujah. Amen. A church without the Holy Ghost struggles. Hallelujah. You see today, let's go do this because they see that another church is doing it. Today, let's go do this because somebody else is doing it. Hallelujah. And that's one of the things the Lord said. If the Lord doesn't build, the builders build in vain. They don't even build. It is in vain. Hallelujah. So we are not going to be a copycat church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the need of PIWC Hartford is different from the need of Central. And the need is different from New Britain. Hallelujah. So each and us, we are tailored in a way to be able to feed the flock. Hallelujah. To be able to take care of the flock. Hallelujah. That is the church. Now, the church, shall we go to Ephesians 1, 22? Ephesians 1, 22 to 23. He says, and he put all things under his feet and gave them to be the head and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Go back, Kofi, go back. He said, he gave, he put all things under his what? His feet and gave him to be the head over all things to. Do you see the head to who? Who did he give the headship to? He gave it to the church. It wasn't for, but it was what? To the church. Let's go on to the next one. Which is his what? Body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. What is the scripture saying? The scripture is saying that we, as we are gathered here, we make up the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the body of the Lord Jesus Christ is the church. Now, he says that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And Christ Jesus is seated to the right hand side of God. So the church is elevated. Hallelujah. The local church is elevated to the level of our Lord Jesus Christ post-crucifixion and resurrected Jesus. Who resurrected Jesus? That is why in the book of 1 John, he said that as he is, so are what? Are we? Who are the we that we are talking about? He's talking about you. He's talking about the church. As he is. Not as he was, but as he what? As he is right now. Right now. You believe Jesus is powerful. Do you? You believe God has all power. Hallelujah. So do we as the church. Amen. So do we as the church. So do we as the church. I can't, I can't remember this scripture, but if if somebody could help me, in Corinthians, where the young man was sleeping with his mother, uh, I think it was his stepmother, and then Paul made a statement. Paul said, 
when you have gathered together, hand him over to Satan. When you have gathered together, hand him over to Satan for the destruction of, I think it was his body, but his soul would be what? Would be saved. Does anybody have that scripture? 1 Corinthians 5. 1 Corinthians 5. Shall we go to 1 Corinthians 5? 1 Corinthians 5. So, okay. So let's go to 4. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 5, 4. He said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when you are guarded together along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gathering of the church ignites the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. The gathering of the church has the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Then let's go to the five. Deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is Paul talking about here? Paul is saying that as a church, we have to know our power. We have to know that as a church, we are powerful enough that the devil cannot come in here and does whatever he wants to do. Hallelujah. In that, we have to give him permission to even touch a member. Hallelujah. We have to give him what? Permission. Even with what he was doing, Satan had no power to just come and take over him. Hallelujah. Paul said the church should hand him over. So when us, we have guarded, us, we are elevated, us, we have the upper hand, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Hallelujah. It is time we realize who we are. And as we have gathered here in the name of the Lord Jesus, I want to ask you one question this morning. Why are you here? So we come, we do opening prayer, we do praises. Who are you praising? It's your mind on God. Hallelujah. Then we do worship. Who are you worshiping? It's your mind on God. Then scripture comes. Then some are on their phones, looking at their phones. It's your mind on God. Then we pray. During prayers, only a few will participate. What did you come here for? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are here because of our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But nobody comes to who? So the purpose 
of our gathering, the purpose of the ecclesia is for the Father. Hallelujah. So, the Lord was telling me how in, in, in Genesis, when the creation was made, then he will bring it to Adam, and Adam will name them, right? He will, he will, Adam, and then, and then he was like, partnership, partnership. Look at the partnership between Adam and I, hallelujah. The church, the post-resurrection church has partnership with God. That partnership is restored, hallelujah, that that church works with God. Hallelujah. But there is no church without you. There is no church without the instrumentalist. There is no church without anybody here in the back. There isn't. So we all have to participate. Hallelujah. It is not my church. Hallelujah. It is his body which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, this family I'm talking about has exclusiveness, has benefits. Hallelujah. And the way you join this family is to realize that the Lord Jesus Christ came and he died. He didn't die. The Bible says that scripture has made it clear that they found no fault in him. But yet still, he was crucified. Why? It was for me and for you. Hallelujah. Scripture says that Pat, uh, Pilate found no fault. No matter accusations they made, he said that, I found no fault in this guy. I'm going to let him go. But it was for the purpose of God. That's why he said he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. Scripture made it clear that when he rose, he showed himself for 40 days so that there will be witnesses to the world that the Lord Jesus, not only did he die for our sins, but God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. So scripture says that if you believe with your heart and then you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus as Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you will be what? You will be saved. And when you are saved, you are part of this family. Hallelujah. And there's something I love about scripture. He said, if anybody comes to me, there is no way I will cast them out. Oh, what a word. Oh, arms open wide, ready to receive. Bring whatever. Bring whatever. Bring whatever. He will take you. And then he will make you his own. He will elevate you and then you'll be part of the ecclesia, the church. Hallelujah. There is, this morning, as I was praying, the Lord dealt with me severely. And as he gave me, I will, I will, I will, I will tell, I will say it. So when we came, I said that the kids shouldn't sit back there anymore. Hallelujah. We gather here as a family, but then we are not serious as a church. Hallelujah. 
he was saying that during worship, then you have the kids at the back talking, some of them on their phones, on their gadgets, with no reverence to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As we have gathered before the Father, we have to have reverence before God. Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts 2. And I've never seen this until this morning. Hallelujah. Acts 2.43, please. Acts 2.43. So he said, Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Are we talking about regular fear or fear of the devil or fear of maybe you, you fear bugs, spiders? I know I don't like snakes. Hallelujah. So I, I, may, I have fear of snakes potentially. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this is not the fear we are talking about here. Because in, in, the, in the preceding chapters, the first, he said the Holy Ghost descended as a rushing wind. But he said, I, 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 he does not give us a spirit of what? Fear. But of what? Of boldness, sound mind, and of love. Hallelujah. That is the spirit he gives us. So the fear he's talking about here was the fear of God. Reverence. Reverence to God. So the early church, they had reverence for God. Hallelujah. When church is supposed to start at 10, they come at 10. Hallelujah. When church is supposed to start on time, they come. Because of what? Reverence for God. Not shallant walking any time. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it might rob you wrong, but I'm going to say it. Amen. Because I had to repent this morning. It was for me as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he said, reverence to God. As a church, when we meet, we have to have reverence for God. Amen. Let's go to Acts 5.11. I will show you another one. Acts 5.11. Acts 5.11. This is after Ananias and Sapphira. He said, so great fear came upon all the what? Are we talking about the fear that I was talking about earlier? Absolutely not. He does not give us the spirit of fear. And all who heard these things, he's talking about fear of God. Reverence pertaining to the things of God. Reverence for God. The fear of God. Doing worship, then you can see sometimes people doing whatever they want to do. Doing praises, mind is somewhere. Hallelujah. When it's time to listen to the word of God, that is when people switch off. That is when they switch off. Selective switching off. Hallelujah. They remember every shot, every important, important basketball, basketball shot, shot that Jordan made. Hallelujah. Playoffs. Lock in. They, they, they like to use the word lock, lock in. 
the, the, the NBA players. I don't understand. But I guess that when we come here and we have reverence to God, we have to be locked in for God. Hallelujah. Then you are thinking about what you have done in the past or what you are planning to do. Repent this morning. And most of the thinking is not even right thinking, it's not scriptural thinking. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning I was telling the Lord, I said, it's on, I'm presiding elder. It is on me. I will, I, 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 I will ask for forgiveness. Hallelujah. I will ask for forgiveness. But then we have to say it. Or else it won't be done. For the spirit to move, there has to be some reverence. We all have to be with one accord. We all have to be locked in. You can't be doing something different when we are all before the throne of grace. When we enter the sanctuary, you should know that you are before our heavenly father. The Lord is a perfect gentleman. I tell you this. He's a perfect gentleman. Hallelujah. Amen. He won't come and impose on you. But if you come with reverence, he will meet you. Amen. Amen. The other things, some of them, I'm not going to say them. But then, he <laughs> say it. But then, it's such that it's time to step up. It's time for the presbytery to step up. It's time for members to step up. It's time for instrumentalists with all reverence and with all respect. It's time for us to step up. Hallelujah. It's time for the singers to step up. Anybody involved in the activity to do with the church has to do it with reverence to God and step up. It is time to step up. He's been ready. He's waiting on us. He's been ready. We've prayed so many prayers. So many prayers. Said, I'm waiting on you. It's time to step up. Members to come on time. I say this. The church that used to worship after us, Gospel Assembly, my goodness, talk about reverence. It was a good character trait from them. If service was starting at 1, 12.30, they are here. They are here before service starts. You come to their evening service, 5 p.m., they are here at 4.45. Parking lot is full. Everybody is on time. Everybody is on time. Reverence to God. And I repented for my past not being on time. Hallelujah. I had to repent. Amen. Amen. Why is the church powerful? It is because of our Lord Jesus.
Hallelujah. Why does the church have this privilege? It is because of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We've been repositioning for five months now. It's time to take a stand. Where are you going to position? North, south, east, or west? Take a position. Hallelujah. We cannot be repositioning the whole year. Amen. Amen. I know it's not easy. We are very busy. I can claim that I am very busy. But we have to give reference to God. It is non-negotiable for our Heavenly Father to come to church on time. To know, tell yourself that you are before the throne of grace. To give reverence to the creator of the universe. Hallelujah. Jesus' accomplishments has been given unto the church. And because of that, the church is powerful. The church, you and I, as we have gathered here, as he said in Corinthians, as we have gathered in the name of the Lord Jesus and with his power, we are as powerful as there is. But we have to know that and we have to give reverence to God. Hallelujah. We cannot just do it anyhow. We cannot just do it anyhow. It is time to lock in to our Lord Jesus Christ, especially when we gather here together. Amen. 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 Oh, yes, one more. The church. Thank you, Lord. The church. Yes, yes. All right. So let's go to... Um, Acts 4.32. Acts 4.32. So he says that the multitude of those who believed were with what? I want us to read it. Were with what? And the soul here is interchangeable for mind. Hallelujah. So the, the, the Greek word is also interchangeable for mind. Hallelujah. So they were with what? Let's read it. Amen. They were with one heart and with one mind. Hallelujah. Or so. Let's go to Acts 2.44. Acts 2.44. 
Acts 2, 44. Now, what does it say? Hallelujah. They had what? That is love. That is what? That is love. Amen. We have to be a church of love. We have to look out for each other. Jesus said, you shall love one another as I have loved you. Sacrificial love, divine love. You shouldn't hold anything against anybody, let alone somebody in the church. That is cancerous. It will only grow. Cancers grow. That's why I say it is cancerous. You cannot sit here and hold something against your brother or your sister. How? Why? Why? How much have you done that the Lord has forgiven you? Amen? We're going to rob each other. I've probably robbed you in some wrong way. Forgive me. Don't hold it against me. Hallelujah. So that we forgive one another. We love one another. We take care of one another. So that when somebody is going through something, there is nothing that hurts my soul. When I say my soul, I don't, I, my spirit, my soul. Other than when they say that, when they say that, oh, I didn't, I did, I, 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 they talk a lot. So somebody is going through something and then they, didn't, they don't tell the church after the fact. And they will say that because people talk a lot in the church. That's why I didn't say that. Why? 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 When it comes to you, you should go down on your knees and pray for them. Instead of putting it on WhatsApp or talking about it to somebody else. That's what we should do. We should go to your knees and say, Jesus, I have come for a presiding elder. This is what I have heard. Help him. That's what we should do. That's what we should do. That's what the early church did. That's what they did. That's what they did. Enough of it. Enough of it. We've got to grow. Hallelujah. I don't, you, you think my words are harsh. Wait till the Lord deals with you sometimes and then you will know. Enough with it. We've got to grow. Amen. We've got to grow up. We've got to grow up. Stop wandering around. Grow up. Join the family and be in the family. 100% in the ecclesia, in PRWC. Today you are here. Tomorrow you are there. Come and join us. We are a church of God, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost led in the mighty name of Jesus. That is what we are and that's what we stand by and that is how we stand. Hallelujah. That is the church that we are. And we're going to be a church of love by the love of the Lord Jesus Christ that it has to permeate, operate, and 100% saturated with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And not forgetting the reverence to God. 
Hallelujah. And one thing the early church did, the Bible says that they praised God. Hallelujah. They praised God. I, I, I lost that, that part. 247, 247. Yes, 247. Thank you. Ask 247. Thank you, Lord. Ask 247. Ask 247. What is it? Praising God and having what? With all men. Do you see the praising is, what do we call it? Present continuous? Is, is that what English they say? It's continuous. It's not one praise, but it is what? Praising God. That is what the church, we need to master praising God. We need to master worshiping God. We have to be masters of that. Here appear WC Hartford. Hallelujah. Then when we say that we are praising God, we all get up in one accord. We all lock in to the Lord God Almighty. And then we do what? We praise God. The New Testament church does what? Praise God. That's what the New Testament church does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I get some people to praise now? Shall we be on our feet? Can I get some people to praise God? Like right now. I just want you to say something to the Father. Praise Him. I want you to praise Him. I want you to praise Him. I want you to give Him the praise. I want you to give Him the glory. I want you to give Him the honor. Praise God. Lock in to Jesus. Lock in to God and praise him now. Let him know. Let him know he's the Lord of Lords. Let him know he's the King of Kings. Let him know he's the Lord God Almighty. Let him know there is none like unto him. Let him know. Let him know that this morning that you let your heart reach out to heaven. This morning, let your soul reach out to heaven and praise the Lord God Almighty and give him the glory and give him the honor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's praise him. 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 Praise the Lord God Almighty. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we bless your name. Oh, Father, we magnify your name. Oh, Father, we glorify your name. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We bless your name. We magnify your name.